It's been high stress, but Pitt is now the ACC Coastal Champions and will be making their way to Charlotte, North Carolina for a battle with somebody from the Atlantic Division. But before that, they have to go against the Syracuse Orange at the Carrier Dome in the final game of the season. Is this possible to be overlooked? We'll discuss that and more on this week's Hail to Pit podcast. finishing it in these final 30 minutes? Well, you know, it happened in, it happened in West Virginia where we knocked off number two. It happened in South Carolina, and it's happened in Pittsburgh today. Our guys had a lot of guts tonight. We're just going to keep getting better. I mean, it's just, that's what it is. There's one home game that you will never, ever forget. We shocked the world! Hell to pit. Pickett, play action fake. He rolls right. Pickett throws the ball down the field, and the pass is caught, wow. and that is Edison on his way. He's going to score a touchdown. He took it away from the defender. The defender tried to steal that ball. Johnson uh, went in there and said, it's my ball, and guess what? Edison said, no, my ball, my touchdown. Turn out the lights. Hail to Pitt. This is the week of November 27th, 2021, and this is the Hail to Pit Podcast. I'm Alan. And I'm Vince. Coastal champs and band for Charlotte, North Carolina. The most achievable achievement we could conceive for the 2021 Pit Panthers has been achieved, Vince, but the season ain't over yet. Nope, nope. Uh, as great as it was last weekend winning that Coastal Championship, there is uh, one, one more task to go in this regular season for that all-elusive 10-win regular season. Oh, man. I I never realized how badly I want Pitt to win 10 games in a season. And now I'm, I'm at that point. I want I got the Coastal, but I really want that 10. It's all, It almost defeats the purpose of going to Charlotte without that number 10. In the wind column. I want this one badly this week, Vince. I don't know about you. We got to preview it. Look back at that UVA game. A magical Woe Bundy event that you you had the honor of being at. So jealous. Two amazing games in a row. Heinz Field. And now they got to go over to that dump in Syracuse. But it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope it's a fun one. Uh, there's been some, some rather... Uh, Close, closer than needed games played up there, uh, at least in recent history. Uh, so we'll be getting into all that in a little bit. But uh, just you know, extremely excited and can't can't afford a let up this week. No, and can can we purchase our coastal division champs gear yet? Would you? Or are you holding off for ACC champs? I, I am holding off. Superstitious. I like it. Pat Narduzzi was not. He had the black. Coastal Champs hat on right at, on top of another hat after the game. <laughs> Walking on the field, uh, showed his love to Bronco men and all. Um, but I'm, I'm holding off, too. Let us know, though, at H2P Show, did you buy your Coastal Division champion gear? Do you have any from a few years ago? Uh, let us know at H2P Show on Twitter if you want to hit us up on social media. And, of course, email hail2pitpodcast at gmail.com. That's hail the number two pit podcast at gmail.com we appreciate all the interactions we get on the pit or net especially when we're on panther lair or reddit or twitter it's always fun interacting with pit fans especially when the mood is so pleasant everybody's just putting out memes about kenny pickett's hair and the heisman and winning the division it's a good feeling right now and like we said on last week's show i think it was last week's show vince uh having that kind of mood at Heinz Field are going to be rare for a while or at any field in the city. So this is one we need to savor for sure. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, it's it's not going so well at the moment on the other side of the south side facility. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of revival happening uh, at PPG Paints. We'll see. Uh, at the Peterson Event Center, there's a lot of struggling at the moment. And, and certainly... Uh, at that 
PNC Park ballpark. Uh, there's, there's, no, there's not a whole lot of hope there ever. Oh, the, the, there's a lot of hope for some big concerts. That's what I'm looking for. Maybe the Rolling well, Stones I, will come back and play there. It, there's a Guys lot of Mario Speedwagon <laughs> sticks. There's a lot of hope for revenue, but not necessarily <laughs> ch- uh, championships, I'll say. No, no. But Pitt's got the championship, the little championship. They got the bigger one coming up. Let's do it. We are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. And to tell you something about them, they help us put this show together. They can help you put your own show together. You get your own producer, editor, confidant, a friend, a podcasting pal, whatever you need to get your podcast going. You just focus on your show. Pretty Easy Podcast takes care of it. It's really, really beneficial to the startup podcaster. I'll tell you getting the show started getting into the chair and just talking pit so easy every single week all the help we could ask for and you could get it to at an affordable rate you know we're we're not forking out a ton to be putting shows together you don't need to either no one does that's why you could go to prettyeasypodcast.com sound good and have fun podcasting today yeah and they make podcasting uh pretty easy damn good podcasting firm if you ask me damn good firm we got at the University of Pittsburgh this year, I'm proud to say the Pitt football team is a damn good football team. Resilient, Vince. And when they need big games from certain players, they get them. Whoa, Bundy. Jordan Addison, four touchdowns, one game. Unbelievable. 202 yards. It was magical. I was waiting for that fourth touchdown all game long. Every throw that went to us, <laughs> I, was, I was putting the four up all game long after he already had three and it was a while i think he had his third was in the was it in the third quarter maybe he was sitting on three for a minute and then the fourth one came magical magical you heard the call from billy hillgrove on his birthday the beginning of the show the touchdown i i don't know from your vantage point at the stadium vince i thought it was picked Addison went out there and al bundied that thing it, it certainly looked like it uh just a, a wild play uh yeah a great block by Danny Carter uh Ooh. should not go unnoticed there to to get uh Kenny Pickett uh the opportunity to throw that ball he actually had that Bartholomew guy uh open mm-hmm. for a, a uh for um uh what probably would have been a first down maybe Pickett could have ran out the clock at that point but he's Kenny Pickett said no I'm, I'm going to Jordan Addison I know he's coming down with this football here and then he just took it to the house after that he said, whoa, Bundy, whoa, Bundy, give me that Addison. And they scored, and it was unreal, putting it away, 48-38. And at that point, too, I mean, just watching Kenny, it was it was a difficult game for him. It wasn't easy, nope. and it should have been. It was a bad defense. So that's the kind of bummer about this one is in terms of his Heisman hopes, I don't know where he stands, really. Who knows with these voters this year? Tough call. I'm sure he's get, he's getting the love on social, so he's got a shot at it. But this game didn't do him a lot of favor statistically. Well, but if they <laughs> if they go by in t- intangibles, I mean, the, the the guts he showed. Well, Alan, I mean, he still did put up uh, 340 but, yards, yeah. four touchdowns. Yeah. Um, I, it, the picks, the picks negate well, some of that. Yeah, the the one group. the one was not good. Uh, you know, the one at the, uh, you know, uh, was, a was a little meaningless, I suppose. Um, so from that standpoint, you know, I, uh, I'm not going to hold those picks against him too, too much. I mean, he's still done excellent over, over the, uh, you know, the, the, the course of the season. Um, and Pitt did put up 48 points in this game, Alan. Uh, so almost half a hundred on this Virginia team and, you know, and they needed almost all those 48 points. And, and sometimes, you know, for that Heisman Trophy, I mean, this may sound a little, uh, you know, contradictory uh, to what you would want, but sometimes you need those, you know, closer games. You need those big moments uh, to, to win a Heisman Trophy. You know, that, you know, that kind of stuff, uh, you know, people will, will remember that for sure uh, if they watch this game, you know, that big moment. At, at the end, uh, and yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult for him to win it, but I think he's doing stuff each and every week to at least cement himself as somebody who will be at the at the final ceremony. 
I mean, that's the kind of Heisman we all love the most, right? Our favorite Heismans are guys who maybe their team has adversity and they show up as an elite leader. They show up with a big play when it's needed most. They maybe don't have the cleanest game. They don't go through the season like a hot knife through butter. It's, you know, not everybody needs to be, you know, Herschel Walker just cleanly running over people and through uh, defenses. Uh, sometimes you get great Heisman years and that you think of players that are like uh, Tim Tebow, like Joe Burrow's season where it wasn't, it was a monster. They were they had monster years. They put up huge numbers, but it wasn't easy all the time. And Kenny's having that kind of year. It's not easy all the time. It's not always pretty, but it's damn good elite. It's elite college football being played by the pit quarterback right now. Uh, and let's hope he could. He's not too banged up because he got banged up in this one too. That was very concerning, and he could keep it up for two more games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like what you said, Alan. It hasn't necessarily been easy. I know they've made it look easy at times. You know, they have had had some some blowout wins, but you know they're playing some some tough hombres, uh, specifically a quarterback down the stretch here. Uh, I, and I'll say this: if you look at quarterback. BA. Oh, yeah, BA showed up. BA, uh, <laughs> Sam Howell the previous week. I mean, if you look around the, the the country, ACC's got some of the best quarterbacks going, maybe the best collection uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but it, you also look at, you know, Kenny, he, uh, this offense, you know, your whole starting right side of your offensive line out for this game. Uh, you know, you're missing three wide receivers who uh, who have contributed for you. This, this year out out for the game out for the past few games uh but you know uh relying on jordan allison addison kenny pickett's playmaking uh they found ways found ways to do it using more two tight end sets maybe using two, more two running back sets uh you know they're they're doing all they can uh you know the pass blocking on that right side of the offensive line not great uh in Yikes. this game but not not good uh, but they found a way to to make the plays. They made adjustments. They you know they designed uh, plays around it, uh, and they, and they made the big plays when they had to. Um, so I think from that standpoint, you know, it just makes it look even more impressive. Now, will voters be looking at that kind of stuff uh, as closely as we are? Probably not. Probably not. And I'm not saying that other uh, uh, players around the country haven't had to deal with anything like that but uh, but it is it, it shouldn't be take uh, understated how much Kenny in this offense have had to had to deal with especially late in the season the depth has been tested absolutely yeah it, there's been really moments throughout the season where Kenny Pickett had to go out and be a Heisman Trophy caliber quarterback for Pitt to win football games and he did it um, and then also Pitt Pitt's offensive line and the running game has had to get going in a lot of fourth quarters this year. And again, we get Hammond in the in the second half plowing away for a very memorable 66 yards. You had Izzy contributing with the touchdown. Uh, Davis goes for 100 yards. So great group effort there. What was with the Banacanda, though? Do we have an official word on if he was just injured in the second half or just I haven't. I haven't really heard anything, and uh, you know, I mean, those other guys had the hot hand. I mean, Vincent Davis, I believe, only twelve carries in this game, and still went for for a hundred yards. So, uh, and that's kind of you know, he. I think Coach was just rolling with the guys that he had. I mean, Ben Akanda, he was a little banged up, uh, you know, the previous uh, previous game a little bit. Um, so maybe there there's still some lingering stuff there. Not sure. Uh, pass pro. Allen, which I know you're very big on, Abanaconda um, may be the the worst of the three there, and we, and we saw in that last play how critical uh, it is. So maybe that contributed a little bit to it. Um, I, I'm not sure, but you know, uh, you know Pitt's running back depth uh, is just been on point so far. Uh, and and you look at next year, Allen. I mean, you have all three of these guys coming back, plus a Danny Carter. So uh, that that's uh, I think the backfield is in good hands for for years to come. Yeah, the back the backfield is looking sharp, and uh, you know I'm expecting huge things in the next couple of weeks from them too. Do you know that it's it's just like the in the fourth quarter of games Pitt runs well. The fourth quarter of the season, the end of the season, maybe just like last year against Georgia Tech, we'll see one of those crazy on the ground performances where maybe they don't even need Kenny Pickett to go and do ridiculous things uh, with his legs and his arm. And, you know, he's 
gone through this whole season. He's definitely feeling it, I'm sure, and hopefully he could keep it together. But man, it was it was a struggle to watch the end of that game, watching him scramble for his life at, at the end of that. So it needs to be cleaned up, and they kind of did at the end. They, like you said, uh, schemed a little bit and play called to uh, made play, play calls to make up for some deficiencies in the pass protection, play action on that final uh, touchdown, and. You know, that's going to be interesting to see what they do. And I think they're going to go out against Syracuse, and we're going to get into the pre- preview in just a moment, but they're going to be thinking about, uh, you know, not protect, not only protecting health, but getting Kenny that, that game tape maybe to go to New York and uh, also definitively getting that 10-win season that we want so desperately. But before we go ahead, I do want to also look at the Virginia offense, what they did to the pit defense, Vince horrible, horrible showing, and I don't know how much you could chalk it up to Servasia Dennis getting tossed out for targeting early in the game on the first drive, I think it was, but Brennan Armstrong, a guy's playing with recently broken or cracked ribs. I, I don't know just, if uh, – I don't think they were broken. Uh, I'll, think, I'll, I'll say that. Uh, you think You think this was that was all a ruse to lull Pitt into a false sense of security for this one so he could put up nearly 500 on him? Well, I, I do think that there was some gamesmanship there. I think they, they purposely held him out of uh, that, that Notre Dame game uh, that they had the week before. Um, cause you're talking about a guy who couldn't throw the ball and then all of a sudden is, is, uh, back to his old form there. I love that uh, treating, treating big, big out of conference games, like their preseason games. Cause all they do is care about ACC, uh, their ACC record. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 seemed, against Notre Dame. that seemed to be the case. Uh, and, and, you know, <laughs> Pat Narduzzi did say in his press conference at the beginning of the week that he expected him to play. Uh, not that that really helped very much here, uh, because still gave up, you know, 487 yards passing here, Alan. Uh, and we talked about how this was, you know, not necessarily, uh, you know, that this was a, a very difficult uh, matchup for Pitt, uh, specifically with those big tight ends uh, that that uh, uh, Virginia has, moving those guys all over the field. Pitt have a very difficult time stopping them for sure. That Jelani Woods run. What oh my goodness! Just, my goodness, just plowing through half yeah. the Pitt defense it, was scary to watch. Yeah, make make no mistake about it. Th- this Virginia offense is is very good uh you know they've put up a lot of points on a lot of people that uh this season uh so uh i'm not saying Pitt's defense played great but they obviously played good enough they made the stops when they had to they made splash plays when they had to five sacks eight tfls in this game um but uh, and you got to think you know if virginia had any sort of defense at all you know, maybe we'd be talking about them as the uh, uh, with a nine and two record, winning the uh, winning the coastal division. I mean, I, I think very highly of their offense. I thought very highly of it before we played them. Uh, but but you know, Pitt did what they had to. Uh, maybe making them one dimensional a little bit. Only sixty six yards rushing for Virginia in this ball game. Uh, but they are tough to stop, Alan. And we, we talked about it. this is just a tough matchup. I'm not sure how any, I mean, unless you have the, like some finely tuned athletic machines on defense, some, some real specimens, how do you cover these guys? Yeah, that, well, you definitely can't be missing your best middle linebacker. Yeah. And, and, and that, and that's, and, and, and I hate to interrupt you, Alan, but you know, we talked about uh, a few weeks ago, Wendell Davis. Uh, the backup middle linebacker transferring out of the program uh, in the middle of the season. We, we didn't really have too much information as to why that was the case, but you got to think he would have stepped right in and played uh, this game. He would, he, he would have stepped it right in and probably played most of the game. And, and that we probably would have felt a little bit more comfortable have having a, a backup there. Who's really been, been uh, you know, with the program and playing in that particular position but we didn't have that here uh and the, the defense had to kind of adjust on the fly and they were and they and they were really ass over tea kettle uh play calling wise execution wise i mean you see pitt goes out there get gets a big score and then immediately 
Virginia goes two plays down the field like nothing and scores in this game is all of a sudden terrifying again, and it takes a, a ridiculous Bolitnikoffian uh, uh, Bundy-esque game from Jordan Addison <laughs> and and Kenny Pickett doing, doing Heisman shit. That's what it takes. Yeah, because the defense was just so uh, really just discombobulated, and like you said, who could blame them? I mean, Dontavian Wicks, absurd wide receiver. I mean, if it weren't for Jordan Addison's game, that we'd be all talking about what an amazing player he is. He goes, he went for nearly a buck fifty. Uh, you got that uh, Thompson also had over ten catches, just dominating and running on 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 Pitt a little too. And then, I mean, I don't know why they don't throw I mean, you know why they have all those other weapons, but that Jelani Woods guy is a freak. Yeah. He is a monster of a human being. And uh, so it's, it's, I guess, permissible. 38, actually, to this team maybe isn't even that bad, considering (laughs) Dennis wasn't playing in the game, Vince. And it was a 10-point victory. Maybe we shouldn't get too upset about it. I, I'm not. I'm not too too upset. I mean, you know, when when your offense is performing like they are, and you know, and you were able to to answer. I mean, uh, th- this is just a tough team to stop. I mean, I, I I think you know maybe Armstrong not playing against Notre Dame has clouded everybody's vision of of this Virginia offense because uh, they only scored three points there with their backup but but it's clearly seen if you if you have a, a quality quarterback that can get these guys the ball uh they're gonna hurt you so before we move on to Syracuse now where do you rank this in in terms of your your favorite wins for this season and the best wins of this season oh man where, where does that one rank uh the well hmm I feel Fav- like the I feel like the best win of the season. Um, yeah, I, I don't think is, this is the is, best win, but is is I don't know. Maybe maybe at Tennessee still was was a even though it was a little closer close for comfort. I don't know. Yeah. That's a tough call at H two P show. Definitely want to get feedback from the uh, listeners on what they think the best win, best quality yeah. win for Pitt was this year. I mean, still, I mean, you know, maybe beating Clemson in the way that the fashion that they did. And you look at Clemson, they're playing a whole lot better now. They're ranked in the top 25. Uh, There's still a a chance that we're going to be playing them again. Uh, We'll be talking about that at the end of the show. But, you know, that that's still a very impressive win. I I still think that's the best win, uh, you know, beating Clemson, how they did. Um uh, and my favorite win, I don't, I don't, um, probably beating North Carolina. I just can't stand those guys <laughs> <laughs> in the rain. I mean, I don't know. I don't chalk that. I don't, I don't really chalk that up as a win so much as it was a gift. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> let's, let's talk about Syracuse though. Cause this one is not going to be easy. It never is at that, uh, really shabby looking dome in in new york uh what do we what do we know about syracuse well they're running backs a badass sean tucker and we know that uh, they're trying to become bowl eligible while Pitt is trying to get to 10 wins i don't see any need to rest anybody vince because why i mean you're playing for an acc championship but really the the risk is 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 worth it. Having 10 wins, if you're Pat Narduzzi going into a championship game, huge, I think, for your career. Having 10 wins for the confidence of the team, huge. For Kenny Pickett's Heisman hopes, huge. Like, there's a lot to play for here. I, I, I agree with you. Um, and I, I, I'll say this. Say say they don't win the ACC championship game. I think everybody's going to be a little disappointed for sure. Uh, but you know, if, if you win this Syracuse game and you finish the regular season with 10 wins, which would be for the first time since 1981, uh, I think at that point you, you've exceeded, uh, everybody's realistic expectations here. And, and that's, and that would just be a major accomplishment. And, and I think that that would be, uh, I'm not saying that losing the ACC championship game would not matter, but I think. You know, everybody would say, "Hey, you know, they, yeah, you know, they got the job done that this season for the most part uh, w- with a ten-win season." And, and I think that that's something that 
you know, to uh, something to really build on for for the future of this program. Uh, because, and we'll be talking about it uh, certainly, you know, once the season comes to a close. But there there are going to be a lot of good pieces, a lot of good players left on the on this roster, and I think they're going to have the potential to do this again next year but uh but they got to get to it first they got to get this 10 win season i think it's extremely important for the perception of the program uh to hit that 10 and 2 mark absolutely and i i'm willing to call it the greatest pit team in my lifetime if they get to 10 because they've never done it in my lifetime so pit, pit fans i think they would age, yeah i vince <laughs> i mean this is if you're of a certain age and you know you're not one of the old timers that we all grew up listening listening to tell us stories about the great teams and winning national titles of the seventies and early eighties. Uh, if you're of a certain age after that, this is, this is it in terms of uh, the best pit teams you've seen. It's cl- damn near close to it. Um, and we know when they get to the precipice in our lifetime, at least failure t- tends to creep its head in. And a lot of people have been waiting for that this season. It really has been avoided, but it, it can really, ruin the season this game i would not like to see Pitt lose this game at all and they should win sean tucker though first and foremost stopping the run uh i guess it's good thing dennis got that uh targeting early in the game because he's playing so they're going to need him uh sean tucker is a monster of a running back he cannot be understated he is arguably if it weren't for kenny pickett the best player in the acc um you know when you're averaging over six yards per carry you're legit uh and I'm, I can't wait to see this, Vince, because has Pitt faced a team with an elite running back and running game this season? Quality, uh, sure, but well, nothing like terrifying. Well, that, this that, is uh, scary. Yeah, that Shipley for um, for uh, Clemson, uh, number one. I, I think that guy, I you know, for a freshman, I think he's got a tremendous amount of talent. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, but doesn't quite have the the production of a Tucker here. No, uh, yeah, this guy has just, and especially with no threat of a passing game whatsoever, uh, this guy has still been able to put up huge numbers. Yeah, that's that's also the scary thing because they don't have a passing game at all, like you said. Uh, they're they're coming out here with a quarterback, Garrett Schrader, who's thrown seven touchdowns this oh, season. Jeez, I mean. B.A., Brennan Armstrong, almost threw that many against Pitt in one game. Yeah. So, so uh, it's it's going to be a, a favorable matchup and one we hopefully don't have to worry about, a team just shredding Pitt through the air, down the middle of the field, and then also deep. Um, it's really going to be a different kind of game plan defensively than uh, they yeah. had, to, had to have. I mean, even with Clemson, who's been, you know, pretty – stagnant through the air there at least they have the threat of going downfield and they have really elite receivers uh there's nothing really on Syracuse that scares you through the air so can Pitt afford to just load up and try to stop Tucker well that's kind of that's kind of Pitt's uh, goes right into their wheelhouse so to speak you know they that they they're looking to stop the run first uh they're looking to make the quarterback make tough throws uh, so you, you'd think, uh, you know, Pitt's defense would be able to, uh, you know, really, you know, hone in on that. And, and but uh, to that same point, you got to think every defense Syracuse has gone against has had that same game plan. Uh, and, and this guy is still still running all over everybody. Now, Syracuse is only five and six. It's not like it's not like they're they've had a tremendous amount of success this year. Uh, but in, in terms of of lining up. And stopping somebody, I think Pitt's built to do that. Uh, like you said, tackling Allen, this defensive line, they they got to be ready. Servassier, uh, Dennis, and company, they got to be able to get after it and, and bring this guy down. Absolutely, that's that's a fun thing. I think whenever you're a defensive coordinator and you're game planning, and really it's just honing in on one guy. <laughs> that's that's really I, it makes it easier but also it's very difficult because they are very good like you said everybody's been having that game plan against Syracuse stop their damn run and just don't turn the ball over and it's that's it's simple to say but yeah could be difficult to execute especially when we're talking about playing in that that damn dome that has been kind of I want to say it's a dome of horrors 
per se, Vince, because Pitt can win there, but it's not ever just a simple, just smash and grab job going to Syracuse. It's gonna it's gonna be rough, and they can also present problems defensively for Kenny Pickett and the offense. Yeah, yeah, they can. They they run this three man front, Allen, uh, which is a little unique for a three man front, and that these guys aren't that big. They're they're not these uh, giants that you would expect to see in a three three four. Uh, no great big fat three, no three guard. No, they don't. No these guys these guys are under three hundred pounds, uh, led by Cody Roscoe. Uh, seven and a half sacks for this guy on the season. Uh, so that's the that's what they're looking at. Even though they, they may be a little undersized, they obviously got a lot of quickness, a lot of explosiveness. Uh, they're going to be getting after Kenny Pickett. Uh, that that offensive line is going to be is going to be tested. The running game is going to be tested this week. Uh, so it, that, all that stuff we've seen the pat you know starting with that second half against North Carolina and last week against Virginia, uh, the pass pro that's got to get cleaned up and in a hurry. Absolutely, that is going to be one thing to keep an eye on when Pitts on offenses injuries on the offensive line, and then also how Mark Whipple maybe schemes out of uh, out Kenny Pickett out of harm's way. Can't afford to have Kenny Pickett under duress like he was in the fourth quarter all throughout this game because then the ACC championship will be in jeopardy. So you do think of the future in that regard, but you also need to be going out there and putting up, putting a show on if you're Kenny Pickett. Do you think he's thinking about it? He has to be. He's an athlete. He wants it. He's on the cusp going out there and saying, I could, I could get to New York if I just play well in New York. Yeah, well, I, I think he knows – you know, and it's no secret that that the uh, the Heisman Trophy is is a, a team award as well, uh, not just a uh, an individual award. And you know, uh, the quarterback on a on a, a ten and two team uh, that's uh, you know will be in the top twenty. That's in the top twenty. And you know, who knows? You know, winning that ACC championship game, who how how high they could climb. Um, uh, that's and and you're the quarterback and you're putting up huge numbers like you are and you got some hype around you. I mean a- anything can happen, uh, but I think he 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 certainly is. He knows I think that you know yes he has to put on a big show uh, to 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 get that award, but I think he also knows he's got to put on a big show to help the team win too, and I think that's more important. Pitt hasn't won by more than seven at the Carrier Dome in 10 years. That's a stat that hopefully will be rectified with Pitt being favored by what? 13 as of now, right now, Vince? Yep. Yep. 13 point favorite, even though they're missing uh, a leader on defense and Brandon Hill for the first half, who also had targeting in the UVA game. Um, that actually could that affect how Pitt. Plunge, sends plugs holes in against the run that we'll see that first half could be a, a rough going without Brandon Hill I mean that's an important player especially in the secondary and also a vocal leader so man targeting sucks I hate that rule so much and I don't know his seemed like he was kind of trying to avoid it but I don't know it's it's too yeah. fast of a game to penalize guys like this into the future now pits without an important player, an, an important safety at the end of the year again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not, not a great situation there. Uh, coach very upset about that. Said they haven't been called for targeting all year, and now all of a sudden they got they got two targeting penalties uh, in one game. Um, yeah, yeah. That, I, I don't, I don't think Pitt's gonna necessarily do anything different with how without Hill in there. Uh, but he is certainly the best guy we got at the safety position, maybe the best guy in the whole secondary, to be honest. Um, so, uh, you know, I expect, you know, we'll, we'll have to just weather the storm in the first half and then, and then he'll be back in, in the second half. Pitt and Syracuse, huge college football game, 10 wins on the line, Heisman on the line, seven thirty PM on Saturday. Uh, check your local listings. It's on the ACC network. So, Obviously not the biggest game of the weekend for ESPN, but uh, you know you'd think they'd flex it to the to a, a more respectable channel with Kenny so close to the Heisman. Vince. Yeah, that that is a little disappointing. Uh, although there are you know there's some games with very high implications 
uh, you know, around the country. But uh, yeah, that, that's that is some uh, one thing I did hear some complaints about this week, Alan. Now that you mentioned it, was uh, you know, he Kenny Pickett will not have not been on network television all year. Would he be the first Heisman winner to ever do that? Well, uh, I, I, you know, probably. Um, although, you know, that uh, ACC championship game will be at 8 p.m. prime time on ABC. So, uh, you know, he eventually will get on there, and that is before the, the voting closes. So uh, so he will he will have one game, but it, it's only one, and it's not till the very end. Wow. Imagine, imagine if it all comes down to that game and he's finally got his stage, the stage can be set for Kenny. He just got, he has to get by Syracuse. Do you think if, uh, if, uh, Kenny wins the Heisman trophy, we'll be calling him like Mr. Cable television. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Cable, Kenny Cable, Kenny Cable guy. He's, he's kind of like Ted Turner. He's just propping up, uh, Cable. He's the he's the greatest cable quarterback of all time in, in college football. Kenny Pickett, by God, doing Heisman shit. Hopefully, against Syracuse, we'll predict the game in just a little bit. But let's get into cyberspace now, Vince, because there's a lot of talk when you win. Everybody talks about you, whether they're fans of your team or not. Everybody's talking about Pitt. Let's get into it on the Pitternet. Can you explain what internet is? I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets and to all those faceless keyboard warriors on Twitter. We're a good darn football team. I'm proud of these guys. Joe McGarrick or McGarrack on Panther Lair said, quote, I liken the Carrier Dome as having all the charm and ambiance of a parking garage. I've never been in it, Vince, but I've driven by it, and I, I can't argue with that. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same situation. I've never been inside, but that is what it looks like. Uh, I just, I mean, just, just uh, you know, I mean, parking garages can be beautiful, but I don't think this would be one of them. Oh, we have many, many beautiful parking garages in Pittsburgh. And if, yeah. you, if you, I mean, there's some gems. You climb to the top of them, and you see beautiful panoramic views and People take wedding pictures on park on tops of parking garages. You could tailgate in a parking garage. They can be sort. They can be charming. Uh, this one though doesn't look too charming. Although, isn't it renovated? Didn't they get air conditioning or something recently? You'd think they'd be looking to get heat before air conditioning. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> I, I well, I, I think I think it's always had heat. You can, that would be psychotic to not have a heater a heater in that place. I didn't think it did have heat. There's no heat. I didn't think so. That's that should be illegal. That, that's not that's not humane. Uh, it's going to be cold and cold there too. So will weather be a factor inside the dome? The only <laughs> dome, the only dome where weather is a factor. Uh, FLA Panther eight one three. Is this from uh, Panther Lair's where? Yeah. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Said, asked the question: Will Addison transfer this off season? Debated this a bit with some family today. If you're Jordan, after the season he's had and the possible unknown of who his starting QB will be next season, do you transfer to a top program after this run ends? Or does this cause Narduzzi to go out and hunt for a top quarterback transfer to keep Jordan satisfied? No. (laughs) That would be... I, I mean... There's no precedent for this. Like someone who has an amazing season like this, just because their quarterback leaves, leaves the program. That would be a rare occurrence. But I guess logically that kind of makes sense. If if you're just looking for somewhere to make sure your game tape looks good, play with a decent quarterback. I don't see I mean, it happening though. Yeah, I mean you you've got great, uh, you you've got you know already great game tape. Uh, you, you're in an offense that they've clearly designed to get you the ball, and, and I, I don't think you know as great as Kenny Pickett's season has been. I think this Jordan Addison season uh, it should not go unnoticed in terms of the future of the program. Uh, you know, it, this wasn't all that long ago where, where Pitt was struggling to complete a pass, uh, and you know what receiver wants to go play in that kind of offense? Uh, but here, you know, it's kind of showing if you're a top tier receiver. 
uh, you know, Pitt can can make you a star and, and get you the ball, and and, and you could be a top uh, a top player in the country and and pro- possibly a top draft pick. Um, but it, this this is I cannot believe, and and this I think is just the tip of the iceberg. I could already see it now. Uh, people were going to be panicking uh, with no <laughs> Kenny Pickett. Uh, I, I just I know it's going to happen. Uh, people need to enjoy what's happening right now. But but also, you know, I know Nick Patty didn't necessarily look great uh, on on Saturday, but I think the times that he has filled in specifically a couple years ago, I think he's done well. Well, uh, his hair, his hair looked great. His hair looked good. Yeah, that, that's play, true. Maybe not. Well, that's yeah. that's the first thing you got to do. Uh, uh, Davis Bevel, I think he looked very good in the spring game this year after uh, his freshman season last year. And then uh, Alan uh, uh, Narduzzi was on uh, one, one of your old uh, uh, co-workers show, Jim Rome, uh, this past week. And, and he was asked about a, a similar question like this. And he kind of said, you know, when, when or he, not necessarily this, but he was asked about, you know, Kenny Pickett, uh, when he knew that he was going to be very good. And he said, you know, whenever he was a, a scout team quarterback, he had uh, a lot of high hopes from him. He could see the talent. And he said, I think we have another guy on the scout team that's going to do very well. And from what I understand, uh, Nate Yarnell, uh, big, big, tall drink of water out of Austin, Texas quarterback freshman this year. He's the scout team quarterback. So maybe there's something uh that you know maybe he's gonna be the guy next year uh so i i feel you know especially with mark whipple there way he's developed these quarterbacks it's not saying it's gonna be kenny pickett right off the bat and maybe there won't be a kenny pickett but i feel that the quarterback position is gonna be in good hands going forward i really do i love the optimism and i love it that uh you know Narduzzi's already uh, campaigning to keep Jordan Addison from going to Alabama on the Jim Rome show. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. What a pirate fan mentality to have. Oh, man, Nick Saban's (laughs) going to come for all of our good players now because we won. We won the Coastal and there. We won some individual awards. Uh, Doubt it. Highly doubt it. Uh, Last piece of Pitternet action. Kurt Warner was on Twitter giving Kenny Pickett some love, said just the fact that he wears two gloves all the time should give him a leg up because only studs do that. Yeah. Kenny uh, Kenny, Kenny does wear two gloves, although he did take one of them off in the rain. So apparently gloves don't work in the rain. I don't know. I've never thrown a ball with a glove, Vince. You? Yeah, I have. It's difficult. It was difficult why. for somebody like me, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not Kenny Pickett. You probably... He's, probably got giant hands to grip it and he gets that extra grip uh whatever he's doing it's working and uh, it's really one of the great stories in recent college football that just the fact the mannings had input and in telling him to stay and you know he did his due diligence and looking at his draft stock it's a real great it's not just a great lesson for football players but also football players as uh business people and looking at their own value and looking at their own future it's a, co- a great college student story is kenny pickett's considering he's the top ranked qb on a lot of draft boards what an amazing amazing uh year yeah. amazing decision and just two games left of it i'm just enjoying the ride uh probably sorry tyler palco the greatest pick quarterback in my lifetime yeah, yeah, I think I think that's uh, I think that debate's ended. Actually, uh, Kenny Pickett he has cemented that, but you know he's, he's he smashed push. through our our ironclad bias for Tyler Pelko on this show. And he's going to put an exclamation point on it on it at the end of this season. So the Pitternet all talking about Kenny and Pitt winning the coastal around town. People are making plans and. Really, uh, really getting hyped up for the ACC championship game. You know, hope the pit team's not looking, players aren't looking forward. I hope, but fans, of course, are making plans for Charlotte. You're making plans for Charlotte, Vince. Everybody yeah, is. Yeah, I think I might make some plans for for that. Uh, but I, you know, I talked to a lot of people. A lot of people interested uh, in going to this ball game uh, here for for the ACC title. Uh, it's 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 huge for the program. Uh, you know, they were in it 
you know, several years ago, but now they're in it and with a, with a chance to win it, a, a better chance than they had then. Uh, and that's certainly going to get people excited. Another Saturday coming and the Panthers are playing. Time to find out what the answers are saying. You going down to Charlotte? Ah, nah, my cousin's getting married that weekend. What, they Penn State fans or something? No, they just didn't think they'd be any good, you know? Yeah, they still ain't even a 10-win team in that. Hell to pit. But the answers are saying. So that's what the Inzers are saying. Uh, maybe not everybody's going to make it down to, to Charlotte for the, for that big game. Uh, I'm but sorry I, I, for those suckers who got roped into going into December weddings. Not think people booking making plans, thinking there won't be an ACC title game. What kind of fan? <laughs> it, it is it is quite the time, Alan. This these are unprecedented times that we live in. I don't think that would have happened under normal circumstances, uh, but they are what they are. Um, and Alan, we got to talk about here. Uh, there's some uh, big games in this rivalry weekend, but also some big games. For the ACC Atlantic Division, uh, Pitt's opponent has not been decided yet. Uh, we got to talk about those scenarios now. Oh, college football! Don't you dare, don't you dare think it's over in in, in the Atlantic. It's a three way dance. It could wind up any which way. I I need to talk this out, Vince, because I'm not sure how I'm going to predict it goes by the end of this show. I re- I really like things about all three teams still alive to be Pitt's opponent in Charlotte. Yep, yep. Uh, so we're going to go over the the scenarios here uh, for everybody. Um, first of all, we have Wake Forest. They're, they're in first place right now. If they win their game this week and they're playing Boston College, then they're in. No, no questions asked. They are in. Uh, North Carolina State, they are still involved. Uh, they're going to be playing... Uh, a game against North Carolina the, uh, this Friday, actually, day after Thanksgiving, Alan. Uh, if they need to win that game and they need to have Wake Forest lose. And then there's there's big bad Clemson still sneaking around, uh, still holding on. Their, their Atlantic title hopes may be on life support, but they still have a, a very good chance. They have a huge rivalry game against South Carolina on the road this week. They will need to... I have um, Wake Forest and NC State lose in order to uh, in order to sneak in that uh, that Atlantic uh, championship uh, title for the for the coastal game. Yeah, it's a long shot for Clemson there because they really are relying on a whole lot to happen. Um, and then for me personally, Vince, I've been excited for a pit wake forest matchup all season long but then i just see that nc state's available on that day possibly and i just can't help but think of really my most upsetting loss last season watching them lose to the wolf pack that sucked i would love some revenge yeah. for that one and i know yeah. I think Kenny pickett would too uh, yeah I, I i think so i agree with you I, i'll tell you clemson is the team i do not want to play uh at all that, that that I think I think that would be the toughest game. I know Pitt already beat them, but I, I still think you know they're playing better right now. They're getting healthier. That is a tough, tough, tough team to to play against. Uh, I think Wake Forest, you know that they're going to have a they're a challenge in their own right for sure uh, with their high powered offense. Uh, NC State, I I don't think they're as good as the other two, but they are just. Yeah, Pitt always struggles against them for for some reason. Um, so I think I'd rather play Wake Forest first, then NC State, then Clemson, which is the the reverse order of how likely it is to to happen. So uh, we'll we'll see here. I guess let let's talk about some of these games, Alan, and then maybe we'll we'll make some sense out of who we think it's going to be. Well, jerk is jerk is Jerkovic playing? Yes, against he is. Wake Forest. As far as Inge- I know, yes. So I'm pi- I'm picking Boston College to win at home. Okay, so Boston I think, College. I don't think know. we're getting Wake. Okay, so Wake Forest is a four and a half point favorite on the road against Boston College. You're picking against them. 
you're picking Boston College in that game. I'm actually, I'm actually leaning. I think Wake Forest is going to win this game. I don't know if I would lay the four and a half points. I think it's going to be a close game. Boston College is playing much better as of late, so I could see that. I, I think this game really could go either way. I do. Yeah, Boston College is bull bound, and they've won two of their last three. Uh, they lost to FSU, who's also on the come up, uh, playing pretty well down the stretch. Uh, they're looking to be bowl eligible. Man, the ACC, really, I'm proud of it this year. You know, I'll, I'll just say that as we look at these th- these three games, I'm proud the a- of the ACC. Maybe it's not juggernauting it with a top-tier uh, playoff team, but it's damn good college football, tons of NFL talent, great quarterbacks for once up and down the league, and really a variety of teams. There are good defenses. There are great offenses. And – it's it's a it's not easy to pick all these games when you're talking about the ACC. Yeah, I mean it, this is a conference. They got four teams ranked uh, in the top 25 at the moment, and you know you can make an argument that you know a, a a team like Pitt, who if you look at all these advanced stats and analytics, is is right up there with, with the best of them. Uh, I I truly believe. That and if Pitt would have been ranked higher at the start of the season, that they would be ranked much higher now. Uh, I mean, you look at some of the teams ahead of them in the uh, the rankings, uh, the playoff rankings. You got Wisconsin, Iowa. I mean, should these? This is ridiculous as far as I'm concerned. That those teams being ranked ahead of Pitt, uh, I, I think Pitt would would wipe the floor with, with either of those teams. Um, but that's a discussion for another time. Um, uh, NC State, Allen, is a six-point favor against North Carolina. NC State has struggled against North Carolina um, uh, in recent history. Do you think they get it done here uh, to give them a chance to get to that ACC title game? I I like their chances. Um, North Carolina has been just – Really solid, I think, uh, throughout the last three weeks. Uh, they gave Pitt a huge scare. They could they could have been going into this game uh, with a three-game winning streak, I, if you count their win over Wolford last week, which I do. Shout out to Wolford. Uh, but it's a rivalry game, too. Uh, but NC State's getting it at home, and that's why I like their chances of, of winning it and, uh, and getting in. But... Uh, this is it's pl- it's playing into into their uh, hands. They're the home team this weekend. When you think about what Wake Forest has to do, at least they have to go on the road against a, a hungry Boston College team. Um, this is this game is uh, going to be good. I think NC State and, and UNC because it's a rivalry game, but maybe because the Tar Heels are already bowl eligible. Like I don't know. I don't think it's a rivalry game. I don't expect them to let off the gas at all. Who knows what Mac Brown's going to do in this game? Go for it. It could be crazy. They're playing teams with nothing to lose, both of them, Wake and UNC. Uh, or Wake and NC State, excuse me. So I'm going to pick the team at home to end up winning the Atlantic. So I think Pitt's going to face NC State in the ACC title game. I actually think North Carolina is going to win this game. I really I do. Uh, yeah, I, I think that yeah they're – yeah, they're not great, uh, but they're they are just tough for some reason. I th- I think that they have a chance to to come out here and get a victory. NC State, I I just don't. Know. I mean, they're a solid team. Don't get me wrong, um, but I just feel like Sam Howell's going to. You know, that offense has been getting so much better second half of the season. I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win this game. I, I mean. Do you realize that NC State, early in the season, I'll give you, but they held Mississippi State to just 24 points. That's almost like shutting out uh, 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 Mississippi State, if holding them under 24. Like, that's good. I, yeah, I think they're, it, it is. Uh, they're a very good team. Don't get me wrong. I I, I, I really defense. think that's a I, good defense. I, yeah, I think that game could go either way. I think it's, it's very similar to the Wake Forest-Boston College game. I think it could go either way. Well, I think we both feel confident Pitt's not getting Clemson again. 
I no, I don't I'm not. I I think really? both those games are toss ups enough that that Clemson could could make it in there. I really do. All right. Well, let us know what you think at H2P Show before the kickoffs. Obviously, for, we got one on Friday. We'll be watching them very closely. I'm looking at our PFF here, Vince, and bo- uh, both NC State and Wake are are extra favorites on the PFF green line. So that they like the analytics like both teams to cover, not only okay. win but cover uh, by more than what they're favored by. So um, I, it's it's going to be may- maybe it will be that shootout that I think the ACC brass are hoping for. Wake and Pitt. We'll oh, see. Yeah. Either yeah. Either way, Pitt's facing a team from Carolina, no matter which way it goes. Yeah, that's <laughs> you're right in you're right. North Carolina, and so it's going to be a road game, no matter what, in the ACC championship game. Uh, we also have some big games outside of the ACC: Ohio State, Michigan. It's all coming down to this. It's hilarious. It's Michigan's been rolling, but they're eight and a half point favor or dogs uh, at home. And I think they'll probably lose by three touchdowns. I'm going to say Ohio. Do you State. really think so? Oh yeah, Definitely. I, I don't. For some reason, I feel like, I, and maybe, I, maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but I think it's finally this might finally be a time that uh, Michigan is going to at least keep this game close. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to win. I, I, I think I'm going to pick them here. Uh, I think they're going to cover this eight and a half. I, I really do. I think that those those pass rushers they have are going to get after Stroud. Um, I, th- I I just look at you know whenever Ohio State went up against good defenses this year, they they didn't they didn't play their best. And, and I think Michigan has enough on offense to to keep this game close. So I'm I'm going to pick Michigan. All right. Uh, you could go die on that hill with the Har- with Harbaugh. I'm not. I'm. I've learned that lesson. It's too easy. Too easy to just not take Michigan anymore. Oh uh, yeah, Oklahoma, I mean that's that's yeah. part of it. Uh, the Sooners take on Oklahoma State, and uh, the Cowboys are favored at home by four in this Big Twelve matchup. Vince. Yeah. Um. Th- see this game here. It, it, this is another case where Oklahoma State has just really struggled to to beat uh Oklahoma. They haven't been able to do it very often in this series, but uh it seems like they've you know at least here it seems like they finally got the advantage. Oklahoma is just I I don't know. I mean I I just haven't been that impressed with them this year. Uh it, even though they are they are a very talented team, it does seem like they don't know exactly what's going on with their offense. Uh, Oklahoma State, yeah, their defense has been playing extremely well. They are at home. This is a, this is a massive game for them, uh, and, and they have a ton to play for. They could get in that playoffs. So that's why I'm going to be picking Oklahoma State in this game. Wow. And the, the way it shakes out, right, for the Big 12, the winner of this game's in, obviously. For well, no, Oklahoma State game. is actually already in. Uh, I think it's if Oklahoma wins. Because they then, beat Baylor? Yes, if Oklahoma wins, then they will have a rematch in the Big Twelve title game. If uh, if Oklahoma State wins, it will be Baylor that will make that Big Twelve title game. Uh, assuming Baylor beats Texas Tech, of course. Yes, yes, that, that is assuming that, which definitely will happen. Uh, Dave Aranda is not going to uh, lose to a transitioning Red Raiders program, so the Big Twelve is really going to be decided for their championship game in this matchup. And I'm going to go with Oklahoma. Uh, I go with the chalk when it comes to these big rivalry games, when there's a lot on the line for both teams, Vince. That, okay, that's I can I'm, see that. I, it's Oklahoma State in the in the damn playoff, which is in, in a year Pitt wins the ACC. I couldn't stomach it, Vince. I couldn't take <laughs> it, so I'm hoping it doesn't happen. Uh, Pitt-Syracuse, number 17 against unranked Orange in Syracuse, Pitt favored by 13 and a half. Yeah, yeah 13, 13 and a half. Um, it, uh, am I the only one that's a little surprised that this line is as low as it is? Uh, I would have thought it would have been a lot higher. I know, I guess, Pitt has played a few closer games uh, these past couple weeks, but those were against, you know, really high-powered offenses, not what they're going to see here. Um 
Pitt is banged up on, on offense, but they've still shown the ability to get it done. I, I don't know. It seems like Pitt should be able to cover this game easily. Maybe I'm not sure why I'm nervous. You know, just looking at the line, I think we'll win. Um, but I'm going to go with Pitt winning this game. Um, I'm going to say, we'll say 41 to uh, 41 to 16. I like it, yeah. And if Pitt's not covering, that means Syracuse is really eating up a lot of clock. And I'm going to hate that. They're going to be holding on to the ball, slow, methodical drives. That's not happening. No way. No how. Not with Kenny Pickett in this moment. Not with Pitt on the, on the precipice of having 10 wins finally in a season. Uh, Pitt's you know, struggled to really uh, cover or win by a lot in the Dome in the last decade. But they've never gone there with – Really, so much to play for. I can't believe someone would try to tell you that Pitt should sit anyone this week. That's stupid. There's so much to play for. And covering is important, too, because Pitt loves to do that. 13 and a half, I like it. Two touchdown win, let's say 42 to 25. Okay. I'd be okay with that. I would love that. And that means Pitt's going into the ACC title game in Charlotte, North Carolina, with 10 wins, Vince. Yeah, how about that? Uh, Just like we predicted on the first episode of this season. Uh, we, we uh, I don't know, but I know we at least talked about it. <laughs> no, we did not predict. If you go back, I mean, you could go back and check if that's what we said. We're... I mean, whatever. If you want to go back in the archive and listen, you're welcome to do that, gentle Pitt fan, gentle listener you. Okay, I'll be honest. Neither of us predicted 10 wins in an ACC title game appearance, but here we are. Yep, here, here we are. Uh, we're, we're just 60 minutes away from that. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's going to be an exciting Saturday night. I'm expecting a lot of fireworks, hopefully a, uh, a smooth victory for the Panthers, and then we could get geared up for that big battle in Charlotte. Oh, man. And then you're going to be driving down to Charlotte, and we're going to be having to put – I'm getting requests, people hitting us up at H2P Show, people telling me, calling me on the phone. Are you going to do a special for the ACC title game? Are you going to do extra bonus content? Are you going to do a best of show? What are you going to do? It's the ACC title game, Vince. I don't know, but it's going to be a special show next week either way. We'll see what we put together. We'll know it'll be good either way. It might just be an entire show dedicated to lobbying for Kenny for Heisman. Might be a, <laughs> it might just sound like a political campaign, an infomercial. You've been stumping all over the country for, uh, <laughs> for Kenny to win that Heisman trophy. I, we might even need to get James Carville on the show next week to discuss – uh, Kenny Pickett and how we campaigned for him to win the Heisman. I'm I'm sure he if he would have known this he would have been uh, campaigning with his pocketbook in order to get Kenny to LSU <laughs> this year. I mean, it's made a saved Coach O's job. Yeah, what do you? Yeah, yeah, I would <laughs> I would love to get that question. That's where I miss Louisiana radio. Someone calling and saying, "What do you think? Can Kenny just stay one more year and transfer down to LSU to play?" <laughs> Play for the Tigers. Play for the Tigers one more year of eligibility. No. Uh, we'll, we'll have fun next week, though, talking about Kenny's Heisman hopes. Hopefully he keeps those alive against Syracuse. And uh, we'll, we'll make it a, a special one. It's the end of the season coming up. And what a season it's been, Vince. Uh, rolling down this ACC road. Easily my favorite pit ACC football season of all time. <laughs> Uh, the basketball one, I'm still waiting. Actually, uh, basketball, I'm at the point almost where I'm going to start doing shows, uh, episodes where we campaign to just tear down the Pete and build a football stadium. What do we even need that building for anyway, other than it's a really good gym for the students? (laughs) It does provide a lot of amenities. I will say that. Uh, but, um, I will, the, the women's basketball team, Alan, uh, uh, undefeated last time I checked, I believe four and zero on the season. Uh, so they've had a very good start, uh, the best they've looked in, in quite a while. 
So, uh, so there is some good basketball being played there. Yep. Uh, and of course, wrestling getting fired up uh, recently too. Pitt Panthers athletics being covered here for you as always, but we are in a football frenzy right now. It's Thanksgiving week. Hopefully everybody has a happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you enjoy your Thanksgiving, Vince. I'm going to enjoy mine, and then we're going to watch Pitt beat Syracuse and reconvene here next week before you head down to Charlotte. What do you say? That sounds like an excellent plan. I can't wait to get to it. Hope everybody has uh, a happy and thanks, a happy and safe Thanksgiving, and hail to Pitt. I love it. Everybody, eat your vegetables and hail to Pitt. I always dreamed about.